Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel with your hosts, Doug and Jamie. That's awesome. (laughs) We are back and this is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching. Hope you enjoyed last week's interview. I was so lucky to talk to Mike Marino. He's a special effects makeup master. And what he's able to do with the age progression is so unbelievable. And it's kind of shocking that he worked on this film, but you can see some of the parts that he could have worked on. I tried to email to confirm, didn't get anything back yet, but he liked the interview. So that was cool. But, uh, and then the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong and how it could have been better. And I think that last line is going to be something we talk about a lot, how it could have been better. But before we dive into this campy sequel, Return to Sleepaway Camp, which is right there, I got to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, Doug. Um, this is my first um, forte into uh, Sleepaway Camp. So I've never oh. seen any other one. This is my first time watching it. And uh, yikes. You started at the top. I started right at the top. So it's like watching it, Rocky Five. You watch listen, Rocky Five first. You're good. I'm assuming it can only get better from here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so. That's why we had to bring back a guest. He's tackled Leatherface. He's buzzed with the Fly in Fly Two, and he is a huge fan of the original and the franchise. I guess, uh, and that's Chris Egan. Chris, how you doing, man? Hey, man. Uh, really good to be back. Uh, yeah, I do love the original Sleepaway Camp. At one point, I think I liked this movie. I don't know if I could say that anymore, but we'll 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 get into that. <laughs> well, I'll so, tell you a positive that came out of this is now I know how to reply to someone if they're really pissing me off and I'm like angry at them. Your ass stinks. That's like <laughs> that's 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 gonna be my line for now on if I just want to you know say something nasty to someone. I the, the whole thing behind this movie, I know Chris, Chris will explain it a little bit better. I'll start. Is the fact that this was started in 2003 and what it came out in 2008, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to think from where that time was filmed, me and Chris were still in high school and you see a lot of 2003 in this. The, the outfits and the way people are sort of dressed, like some of the styles. And 2008 was probably totally different. I don't even know. I always wore the same shit, but it was just like, it just seems so stuck and that it took so long for it to get made. So this movie took five years to get made. Yes. Well, it was something with the CGI, right, Chris? Yeah. There was, I, wait, there were CGI in this? Yes, there was. Yeah, there's some of like the blood effects and things. Yeah. Um, All right. Actually, I actually forgot about that. I forgot that it took that long to get made, so... Yeah, it was like, I was just reading it before. It was like 2006. They were like, all right, we're going to do that. And they finally, I think, got some funding. And then the director, the writer who did the movie, he looked at the effects and he's like, you know, I need some more. I need, yeah. I need some more time. And they got some other company to come in and clean it up. But uh, so let's dive right into this movie because it's insane. And there's a lot of parts of this movie that I just don't, un- I just really don't understand and I, I, I really adore people that make something and they create it and they love it. He's a writer. He was able to direct and put his words onto the screen. But maybe in this case, somebody else should have because <laughs> it was just I, just the main character, like Alan. His character 
the fact that he was the guy that we followed the entire movie just was not, he wasn't likable. He's the bully that you bullies the kid that you're supposed to like. There's nothing to like about him. We have to see him for a majority of the movie. Well, you know what it is? It's it, part of you wants to feel bad for him. You know, first no. of all, I, I didn't think there was anything wrong. I, I, I thought like the way they kind of went back and forth, like in the beginning, I just thought he was a bully. Then I, I thought maybe he was a little slow. Like, you know, I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, he gets picked on so much, but you realize why he gets picked on because he's a real jerk. I mean, like, he really is an idiot. And, yeah. and I, it's just like, he's not likable. I, I really, I don't think any of the characters are likable in this movie. I yeah, think you're I, right. I, 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 I totally agree. And, and watching it again, uh, yeah, it, I know that was like the thing that I disliked about this from the start was that there's really no likable. Because even in the original one, the majority of the characters aren't really likable, but you're still rooting for the, like the two or three main characters the whole time, no matter what's going, like they never, they might make a decision you disagree with, or they do something that is a little iffy. Uh, but for the majority of the movie, you're with them and you're rooting for them. Whereas like this, <laughs> you're just, anno- you're just annoyed the whole time. You, you're like, yeah, he's, he's, he's a bully, but he's also getting bullied. And it's just this endless cycle of, please make this stop. I can't watch this anymore. Well, the one girl who I thought would have had a bigger part or bigger in this movie, the one that keeps the counselor that keeps going to his defense. Yeah, yeah. dude. I so, thought there was going to be something yeah. with her. Yeah. So I, I, she was, I guess, the most likable one because she like, first of all, she was attractive, you know, very attractive. And, um, you know, she was always, you know, there for him. But they made it seem like she should have had a much bigger role than she did because it kind of fell flat. Yeah. yeah, they even alluded to the one part, which we'll get to all this. Yeah, yeah. When, they, when they're like, you must be Angela, you're Angela. <laughs> and it was like, what the hell, dude? And then she, we didn't see her again. Like, I think after that, it was like, well, we'll get into all of it. But- so when, when I first put the movie on, you know, again, I, did, I didn't know what to expect. But I had a feeling once I saw it, I think it was called Go to Show Productions. Go to Show Productions. I'm like, all right, I went for a ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Uh, maybe a good ride. So how about the beginning? The, mu- the music in the beginning is like the mid-2000s rip-off music. And then you see the ad that said, like, Camp Manaby. And then underneath it, whoever put the ad that said, Fred K's corn. It was like they used, like, Microsoft Paint. And they just used, like, clip art. And it was like a piece of corn, a cartoon corn <laughs> underneath it, dude. Unbelievable. Now, I've never been to a sleepaway camp. Have either one of you done a sleepaway camp? Oh, well, I did uh, it for football. Uh, well, yeah, but that's not, that's not sleepaway camp. It's a little different. No, I, ne- I never did anything like this. Uh, <laughs> I did, like, you know, overnights with, like, the Cub Scouts and stuff. Yeah, it's the, I mean, this not- see, I, I'm hoping this is not what sleepaway camp is like. Um, it, this almost seemed like anger management camp. Well, you, like, well, you, you don't want somebody, na- uh, like a guy na- like Randy, watching your kid and, like, Shoving his head, even though Alan is a dick, the guy shoved his head into the food on the ground. <laughs> like, you don't well, want that. Well, also, I mean, is it normal to just everybody go to sleep in their underwear? Um, like, when, I, yeah, yeah, we have to. Okay, why, <laughs> why does the movie open up? I understand the kids are lighting their farts on fire, but I've lit my farts on fire many a times, and you don't have to go to your undies to do it. You can do it. With and sleep. that's not the first time. Like, even when they went, ran outside for one of the deaths, I think they're all in their underwear also. I don't so, understand that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also, it's, I felt like there was a, a really mixed bag of, like, age groups put together. <laughs> yes, there was. Because I feel like at camps like this, like, even if there's kids, like, high school age, like, they would be in their own cabin. 
you'd have like the 14, 15, 16 year olds off over there. You'd have the 12 year olds over here. They would all be like together, like picking on each other. It's super weird. It's yeah, it seems very little supervision in this camp. Yeah. And also, there's only like six or seven in each age group. <laughs> yeah. That's what was confusing because there was only that one bunk of the young kids. So, like, they just didn't, you know, uh, Big Pussy, who <sighs> this is well, still one of the Sopranos. He was still, that was still big. Well, they did right? mention his name in the movie. They said, I they, know, they, yeah. <laughs> Alan called him a Big Pussy. <laughs> All right, so we talked about it. So this happened in a lot of movies that we watched. And I, the whole, again, the kids in the underwear, and then Alan comes out. And we have to talk about his hygiene. Because he, how, how long does this movie, like three days maybe? I don't know. Yeah, some, I think it's, yeah, it's like over like a weekend or three days. Yeah, he, he doesn't shower at all. The only time he showers is when he falls into the lake. It's the only no, he, time. His shirt gets dirtier and, and more yellow as the as the movie goes on. And the kids thought he was gonna fart and break their lighter, which I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe <laughs> he's done that before. But then when the kids start laughing at him, he gets so friggin' pissed. And then that's like I think it's the first time he runs away. He runs away a lot in this movie and has those lines that you said. He says what did he say? Your butt stinks? He says your ass stinks. Your ass stinks, yeah. And he I says have, that one a lot, and he has another one I have written down. I, I, but I have, to, I have to be honest. I, I, I laughed a few times when he said that. It's a funny line. Your <laughs> ass stinks. I mean, that's your big comeback. Well, what was funny about it was he didn't say it right away. He started, like, moving a little bit, stopped, pivoted. <laughs> turned around. around. Yeah. <laughs> he says about 25 times. Through the whole <laughs> yes. And the F-bomb happens... Over a hundred. I'm. I'm not even kidding. If you had a timer, oh, yeah. there was like, uh, it was just so excessive at times. You're just like, all right, come on, dude. Like, did the writer really put the f board in that, or the people were just that angry that day that they were just like, f this, f that. It's just but it, the, the whole the whole camp just seemed like just all over the place. Like it, it was like a combination of like meatballs with, uh, I think. Meatballs three when it's like adult camp. It was like there was like chaos, and all it was was just pranks and fights and yelling and and cursing. The whole and Mean time. Gene, yeah, and Mean Gene, yeah, Mean Gene would have fit in perfectly this camp. <laughs> I mean, you, you can tell it's the same writer director from the original because there's a lot of that in the original. But where it works in something like Meatballs, it it also works in the original. It has that it has that eighties charm, even even with it's very low budget. It's you know it's it would probably have a similar budget to this one for the time. It's just, Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's it just, it's just, there's a, there's that charm to it. And it, it, is the first it, one considered like, is it a, is it funny also? Like, is it like, because this is, I think it's supposed to be like a comedy horror. The, this, the way that this one, this one, they, I feel like they leaned into the, the campiness. Okay. Whereas with the original one, like so many other like 80 slashers, it was campy because it was low budget and they didn't have high tier actors, but so they didn't force the campiness but, to you. Right. They didn't force it and it works. And, right. and it's a not so movie, but it works. And whereas this is everything's so forced. It's Chris, just, let me get this right. You're saying that Ronnie wasn't a high tier actor <laughs> in the 80s? Is he in the first one too? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Which is funny because he, he literally, he does the same amount of like, he does the same amount of stuff in this. He's, he's showing it. He's always flexing. The whole movie flexing. Of, and Jerry yeah. Curl. He is like a Jerry, Jerry <laughs> Curl from the 80s. 
he tries to help, but he just does absolutely nothing. And, and like the, that one character you mentioned, the one counselor who keeps coming to Alan's defense, that's, that's a riff on a character from the original one who does have a much bigger part and, you know, goes through the whole movie and is always coming to the main character's defense in that. Right, right. So let's talk about the cop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we won't get too far into it because we don't want to get to it. How how far into the movie does the cop show up? Within the first 10 minutes? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what I mean, is happening? Before the cop even says anything, just by looking at the cop, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I mean, like, I mean, seriously, you knew, you knew the plot of the, you knew the plot of the movie in two seconds. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. The first time I watched this, I just thought they cast a really <laughs> fucking hideous person. I oh didn't my know. God, dude. I didn't know where they were going with that. I thought, I thought, you know what it was too? It was one of those things where I sat down and I'm expecting one thing and, it, and you get whatever this is. So I'm, I was like, is this, a, is this just going to be like a weird running gag in the movie? <laughs> is it a one-off? Like, so I had, I did not, no red flags went up for me. The oh, first time I, I, thought it was, I thought the cop was wearing a mask. That's how bad it was. I, I thought he was what, wearing a mask. You thought, thought it was going to be like a Scooby-Doo ending? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't know what they were going for. I didn't know if it was a fake nose or like a fake beard because the guy couldn't grow a beard. I don't <laughs> I think they were trying to fool anybody. Like, I really don't. Like, I, <laughs> I, I just for again. I mean, I don't want to go to the end of the movie, but I mean, they really weren't trying to fool anybody. I mean, uh, and another thing was the director and writer. Of this well, he only did the first one and this one. Yes. Yeah. So oh, this is the original director. Yeah, so what happened was when the, when parts two and three came out, he had already had plans for sequels, and they just never they never happened for whatever reason. And so he was actually really mad that these other sequels happened. And, and for a long time, he was trying to get the rights back, and it was a whole thing. But now those movies, none of those movies have a fan base. And so by the time he put this out, no one, some people cared. Obviously, yeah. I went out and bought it, but it was like, <laughs> it wasn't... It, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like this huge thing. It wasn't, it wasn't like a return to Halloween or a Friday the 13th. Can I ask you, where does this movie rank with those other two? Not the first one, the other two. So, so they, this, this has to be way worse. Like I said, oh. the two and three, I've only seen once. And it was one of those things where I, I liked the original so much. And because the, we'll just get into it because yeah. Angela is played by someone else in two and three. And the tone, uh, the tone of those movies are so different. I couldn't get into it, but I feel like if I watched them now with like like a different mindset, I feel like I'd probably be more into them. So when this came out, I was like, "Oh, cool! It's like the original director. He wants to take the series back. Let me get you know. Let me go out and buy this and watch it and forget about it for ten years." Now her name, <laughs> her, her name's not in the credits. I don't think right. Like when I went to IMDb, uh, I don't think I saw her there. I think I think she's on IMDb. I it, I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't think her name her name's not in the beginning. It's definitely so that's probably what it's they definitely did yeah. It's definitely so no, in the end. The reason I asked about the the sequels if you saw them. So there's a big like I don't know if it was maybe the studio and this guy had the same vision that writer and director. But there's a lot of like anti drug themes and smoking. Like the whole thing was like the cop. I forget the cop's name. I thought I printed it out, but uh, hated smoking. 
there's a few times people are like, this is what happens when you yeah. smoke for 35 years. And I'm like, oh my God. And then of course, <laughs> when we get to the other thing, which we'll war in the intro, there's just, there's like that theme. And when I search for that to get that idea to, to see exactly what the print was on what they put on the character whose name's Weed, uh, his, yeah. his face, um, in the second movie, there's a drugs are bad kind of thing too. So it's like the same kind of message but i was just wondering if the so drugs are bad and murder is cool i yeah okay i I feel like that's just that's just playing up on the whole like you know slasher trope like you do drugs you die you have sex you die you drink yeah i think it's just it's just that because there's there's actually there's nothing like that in the original oh okay it's literally like kids who pick on angela end up dead and you don't know who's doing it. You don't know. Like, it looks like it could be her. It looks like it could be her cousin. It looks like it could be the counselor that's always sticking up for her. Uh, okay. So there's a lot of red herrings to the movie. But it's all it's always tied to who's picking on Angela. Whereas this, it's like, who, sort of who's picking on Alan, but also, like, who's just a douchebag. Well, yeah. Who's not picking on Alan? I, I don't exactly. think there's one person in the movie that's not picking on Alan. <laughs> My <laughs> favorite Alan picker is probably Bella. <laughs> Dude, she the first time we see her she says oh well it's when they're eating the food we were kind of talking about that before and then randy like pushed him onto the ground he said you better eat your chicken and then he didn't want to eat it he knocked it on the ground says hey randy your ass stinks and then right after that i think he throws food at the black girl and then she karate kicks him and he drops on the ground and no one is there to help except the one counselor and then Again, there's so many times he, she saves him and coddles him, and then she goes to Ronnie and says, "Like you have to do something about these kids. You know, you got to do something about these kids." And then obviously, he did nothing at all. He didn't help at all. Yeah, fuck Ronnie. He sucks. <laughs> and, and one of the girls says to Alan, "Move it, fatty, fat, fat." Pretty clever line. I liked it. So here's one person that I want. I would love to interview like the writer and director to find this out. Why the fuck was Isaac Hayes in this movie? Because for like two lines. For two lines, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he played the chef. Yeah. He did play that's, the chef. that's literally like, why. Yeah, but but you would think he would have at least, okay, you, you, find, you got a big name here. You know what? Use him a little bit more. You know, like they barely use him. Or they were probably, he probably only said, you got me for an hour. <laughs> So they had him say a line like, hey, Mickey, take out the trash bags. And then he said, hey, I need – and then he went to Big Pussy. He's like, hey, I need some help because Mickey's not taking out the trash bags. <laughs> so that was the extent of his lines. It's kind of ironic. I don't know exactly when he left South Park because they did the whole Scientology episode. But I bet you it's in between 2003 and 2008. So when he was playing a chef in this uh, movie – th- No, I think it was after that. Scientology was after 2008? I think so. Because I, I feel like – Cause I used to, the reason I would even remotely know this is because I used to watch South Park all the time when I was in college, and yeah. I was I was at Montclair until like 2010, and I just feel like that sound Scientology bit. You could be like, you could be right. You could I'm be just right. saying there's a good chance I, I that feel in like, that window. So when their big joke, the writer and director, hey, let's have Chef from South Park in 2008, I don't think it works because I yeah. think he was already gone. Yeah, the whole uh, Tom Cruise trapped in the closet. I think that was. Uh, yeah, you could be right. That's... So, yeah. So, how about Alan? I don't even His love know. for frogs. 
Yeah, I, is there is there a reason behind that? Is there any kind of like that's that's no. a weird that was a weird thing. And that they were kind of like I thought that, that was him. Yeah, they were all over him. He would sit yeah. down and then they'd be all around him. So I'm like, is this gonna be something that comes back? I thought I thought there was gonna be something that that was in a somehow either be involved in a death, you know, or something. But yeah, I mean it was it was bizarre because they were drawn to him. I would have been more satisfied with an ending if it was like a mutant frog that was doing it. <laughs> By the way, do you know there's a deleted scene? Uh, there's an end credit scene? Yes, we'll talk about that. Okay, all right. All That's right. actually pretty cool. I didn't know there was. not By accident, I found it. <laughs> you were like, yeah. this freaking movie. And, <laughs> like, and then it came up. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I, actually, real, I, just wanna, I just wanna pivot back to the, sh- the chef real quick. As- aside from the South Park reference, like, which I, I'm assuming that is, yeah, the relationship between him and the other cook or whatever. Oh, uh, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey. Right, is also another basically beat for beat really? callback to the original. Which fun? Which fun fact? Because there's there's the older black chef, and there's like the douchey. Oh, I know who the over, old black. Yeah, the over the overweight white. Does he, does he guy. also die? Also, does the he also die? The, also? Help, the helper guy does. Yeah. The, old, the old chef does it, but the, the the chef in the original is uh, James Earl Jones's father, <laughs> which he's also he, he, something Earl Jones. But like they have the same voice almost. He's, it's almost like it's a raspier Darth Vader. <laughs> it's awesome. I have to look it up. That is so cool. But the, the his so his the sidekick chef. I mean, he's a pretty pretty famous guy too, right? The, is he a comedian or something? He was on Kevin. I know yeah. he was on Kevin James' uh, show, new show. He, he was on. A, he had his own hit show on ABC. He was on for two years called The Neighbors. Pretty good show. But he was okay. in that and a couple other movies. But yeah, when I saw him in this, I'm like, yeah. this got to be like early in his career. Yeah, and he's another one that doesn't last too long. Like yeah. you're getting like some bigger names here that you know, like you know, we don't have a budget for them. <laughs> yeah. My favorite, so I, we talked about the shut up big pussy, but one of my lines there, I go, Alan gets traumatized by everyone, but he deserves it. <laughs> he really does. Like there's times that you feel bad for him for a second. And then the next time he's like putting a girl's pigtail in his mouth yeah. and tugging on it with his teeth. The he, shit that this guy does. In he, this he's, annoying. he's so annoying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ever, no one likes him. Even the one nerdy kid that is in the bunk with him, that seems like he's kind of another outcast. He even picks on him. So it's well, just- when you have a, when you have a, a kid called Spaz picking on him, also, yeah, you know, which is a throwback. I mean, is that is that a that's throwback? From yeah, but there's a Spaz oh. in this movie. Yeah, I know that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> God, this guy just reused everything. Yeah. They also they they try to build a drama up in some of the scenes with like really long uh, like scenes like the scene with the knife when when it, when Alan and his bro- uh, stepbrother were fighting over the knife and it's going back and forth. It's like really like it, it just dragged. They're trying to get drama out of it, but it wasn't. It was more like annoyance. Well, like not even the fact that they tried doing that. They reused footage. It was the same footage of the brother, like the same motion he was doing. <laughs> Like three times in a row. And I'm like, come on, dude. Really? Do you really need that? Like, You couldn't have him like do something three yeah, times? Yeah, I'm sure like, there's another cut. It's not like he did <laughs> this little movement and stopped. <laughs> yeah, that was so – there was so – that – The eyeball the, – the broomstick one too. 
but I, I gotta tell you, I was laughing at it. We'll get there, but I was laughing at part, but they dragged that one out. It's like you're yeah. waiting. You were just waiting for something like you didn't know when. I think that's my that's my favorite. That's oh my yeah. Favorite, uh, it was like a game of perfection. Like you just didn't know when it was gonna pop. <laughs> you're just waiting. <laughs> so we're like actually right on that scene you're talking about with the stepbrother. But one thing I wrote, I was like, a great plot t- twist to this movie would be if the frogs told Alan who to kill. Like David Berkowitz. <laughs> So yeah, we're at our first kill. Like, yeah, it's our first kill. So Mickey is cooking, and the one thing in this movie, no one is phased by anyone fucking with them. They all—they must be the biggest pranksters ever because this guy is using a deep fryer with freaking hot oil that obviously will burn you. And when somebody lifts his feet, he's like, "Hey, what are you? Who's screwing around back there?" So, uh, since we know who the killer is, I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers out. I find that highly impossible for her to lift his two legs way whoa, over whoa, whoa, her or him, her. Okay. Whoever it is, the killer to be able to do that would be very difficult. <laughs> yeah. And then while holding him up, get a step stool, get even <laughs> taller. <laughs> he, you know what? He didn't seem to struggle, like try to get out of it either. He would, he just, was just yelling back to the killer. And like, balancing. Yeah, I mean, like, you could, like, kick or something, you know? I don't know. I did like the way he looked when he came out. I thought that was pretty cool. Do you think, that, do you think that's what would happen? You lose all your hair? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, like, I, I, I have to say, like, the special effects were pretty funny. Like, they, they were good. Like, they, they went to extreme measures of what would happen to each in, in, you know, situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if that would really happen. So how about, why did they have Big Pussy be like a bird wrangler? Him and that bird was a weird, really weird relationship. Literally just to set up the, the death scene. Oh, this, uh, so this way, basically, the bird Wait, was, say, there a bird, was there a bird in the original? Uh, I don't think so, no. It's the same bird. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't have the bird saying your ass stinks either if it wasn't, you know, the bird wasn't there. So they <laughs> they needed a bird to say that. So they figured, you know. And I love how pissed he got. You teaching my bird, my bird words. <laughs> I just him and that bird. It was like it was like a little weird. Like he had that really hot blonde that was like the, which I don't know why should be. Again, it's a movie. That's the only reason that. I <laughs> <laughs> but she is like one of the swim instructors and he's like talking like lovey dovey to the bird and she's just standing there waiting to go out. Yep. That's another thing. If, uh, back to the original. It's another thing that's pulled right from the, the first movie. There's the older guy running the camp and he's got like this like hot girl Jeez. hanging on. Him and but I do first... love that he knows the bird so well that he goes, hey, Ronnie, come here. Matilda's really excited to see you. And I'm like, really? Is this freaking bird really happy to see Ron- Ronnie? And then Ronnie goes, hi, Matilda. <laughs> was Ronnie in anything else? I mean, I, I tried looking him up, and, like, there really wasn't much. I mean, like, this guy seems yeah, he's, like, he's in, like, a handful of things. Late, yeah. late 80s, 90s uh, mustache porn or something? He still has the same like, look. He has the same yeah. look, like, <laughs> And he's but he's huge, yeah, like he's you know. Like, Look at him. He's right. So I mean, like I I was wondering if he was just like a like a bodybuilder before then or something. Like he's like he's ripped. Yeah, but he's, sure. but he, he has sure an eighties like, look. 
I'm sure he's like a, like a personal trainer that was like friends with the director and he's like, Hey, be in my movie and do it again 20 years later or whatever. I would say Ronnie, if there was a spinoff, he, when he hangs out by himself, he does a lot of cocaine and he cruises like college bars. He just, just has that really such a soft up. voice. It's so soft. And like yeah. not like he, when he gets angry, it's still like with a soft like kind of tone. Oh hey, you know, don't do that. Just be cool, man. <laughs> when did the movie come uh, the original came out in the eighties? Or uh, yeah, 80, 81. No, okay, sorry, eighty three. Eighty three. Ronnie looks like he's still dressing from eighty three. He literally, <laughs> the literally they they picked him up out of the original and plopped him down in this one. <laughs> and the only thing that's different is that he's, you know, twenty plus years older. That was the only difference. <laughs> I'm surprised they found, he was able to, you know, to work for them. I figured he'd be so busy. <laughs> so how about, this is actually something that I know that happened to a couple of people. One person that actually uh, definitely listens to our podcast. So, but the stoners, when they're playing the prank on a, on a buddy, when they're rolling the cow turd, and you knew, obviously, who was going to get it. So that's a thing. Well, that cow shit. We we put leaves, and we told somebody it was something, but whatever. Okay. But no, now it's shit. But the fact that he kept smoking it, and the fact that I don't know if like shit would light like that because it looked like it was like all embers inside, but he kept doing it, and he was like, "Oh, you feeling something?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm feeling it." And he drops <laughs> to his knees, looking like he's blowing the guy. And how about that for the rest of the movie? Hey, we should call him Blowjob. Yeah, Blowjob. Yeah, Blowjob. And everybody's calling him Blowjob for the rest of the movie. And I'm like, God, we have to hear this now? Yeah. But wouldn't that make the other guy look like an idiot also? He loved it. He was stoned. I know. Yeah, well, he was, I, I guess he did. Yeah, but I don't think he realized why they were calling him that. <laughs> so he's just going along with it. Uh, and again, yeah. Alan still has not showered at all. Still, it, looks, it literally looks like he's just he's like taking his shirt off and just wiping his ass and putting it back on. <laughs> I I would hate I don't know how long they filmed this. I'm guessing it was like really like pretty quick with their budget. I'm sure they shot it as quick as possible. It was probably they, like two weeks max. They like, probably were like, take that shirt off, throw it in a bag, and you're putting that shit back on tomorrow. And he, he, a lot, he does a lot of running. So, like, you know the sweat that he's probably Ugh. building up? You know, he's not, a, he's not a small guy. There's absolutely – there's no way that they had, like, duplicates of wardrobe. <laughs> they were like, these people are – the actors were just taking this stuff home and, like, maybe washing it, but not, not poor Alan. <laughs> not poor Alan. <laughs> so, uh, so, Weed, the guy that I have this thing for, the drugs are – I was calling him Shermanator. But you know who he is, right? He was no. in Beethoven. And he was on Step by Step. Oh wow! Okay. And yeah, he was in a bunch of movies. Now, he looked familiar, but he just had the like the Shermanator look to him. Yes. Well, he could have been Shermanator before Shermanator. Oh, he was. he was. He was cooler than a Shermanator. He was really based on his other characters on Step by Step. Super nerd. Beethoven, I think, super nerd. This, he's like, they're like, we want you to do this movie. He's like, I'm not playing a nerd anymore, man. How about a stoner? <laughs> And he plays a stoner named Weed. And, dude, he was – I don't know, dude. There was, like, some of these characters that were, like, so to the typecast of, like, the horror movies. Him and his buddy. 
And then we had two rando girls. So when they're really stoned and they're sitting in like those uh, Adirondack chairs and this girl's like passed out. He's like, dude, I just want to stay here, man. I'm just going <laughs> to sleep here. Don't touch me. I'm going to stay here. I'm going <laughs> to sleep here. Dude, if Ronnie catches us, man, dude, who cares, man? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. If, uh, I've been high many a times. And I'm like, I don't know. If that, if that's what you do. You want to sleep out. I don't know if I want to sleep outside like that. Yeah, but your name's not weed. And also, somebody, <laughs> wait, somebody died? Oh, they don't know that uh, Mickey died yet. No, not, not yet. I don't. I, you know what? I don't even know if they address it. Nobody ever knows. They just I, saying, I don't know think they, they ever address them. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, because yeah, they throw him in the trash compactor. Yeah. The blood squirts out. Oh, dude. You know what? That's the only body that the killer hides, right? Because every all the other bodies are out in the open. Yeah. Doesn't, I wonder. Why don't, doesn't I wonder someone why eventually Mickey. see the blood? Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like someone eventually sees like the blood or something with the with the oh, trash yeah. compactor. I don't know. But yeah, that was weird. That was the only one that, and I tossed mean, it, dragged yeah. the body. Tossed. I was, I'll be honest. I was zoning in and out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So, uh, so I want to. Do people still fall for the something on your shirt trick? Because the jock guy in the no usually prep kid in the <laughs> rugby sweater, he he gets Alan. And dude, why does Alan? That's why I think in the character, there might be a little bit something that they, because how does he think that these people really want to hang out with him? Well, have you ever been that person that been left out? No, I haven't. But, <laughs> no, but just the fact that he likes this girl that he probably knows. Like, yeah, but he like probably it. thinks that all the cool people do that to each other. Well, the one kid does say that. Alan loves right? that we like beat him up, man. He loves it. Yeah. But by the way, we just skipped over the death of uh, weed. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. So weed. So I really like that scene. I thought that was pretty cool. The gas cans, and again, foreshadowing. In a lot of these horror movies, like they mention a little bit, like, "Hey man, make sure." Oh, well, did they say that to Chef? The Isaac Hayes didn't say that to Mickey, no. right? He, no. he only said, "Take the trash out." He didn't say anything about the oil. So that would be good. But he was taking, yeah. But wait, he was taken out in a trash bag. He will. Oh, that is true. Yeah. All right, so score one for uh, that guy. But you know what, though? The, 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 the kill for weed was pretty cool because they easily could have just put him on fire, but instead they made him swallow all the gasoline. Yeah. Which was pretty pretty hardcore. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, if you're going to torture someone, I mean, that's pretty – just shoving that tube down his mouth was enough. You know, like, and again, we'll get to this later, but another person tied up. It was the first person tied up. Well, Mickey was held up, and he was cool with it. He's tied up. He's kind of normal with it. Like, oh, dude, you guys tie me up again? <laughs> I feel like that's the thing that happens at this camp because, dude, it happens a few more times in this movie, and people are just, like, totally, like, yeah. fine with it. But, dude, when they put the drugs are for dummies thing over his mouth and the little hole and light the joint, dude, that looked pretty cool, man. Yeah. So maybe the first special CGI company they had sucked and it looked like shit because that one was really cool. And I loved the – the skeleton when everybody came over and his stoner buddy was like going nuts. Dude, that looked pretty cool. And that was the first, like, again, that was the first like death that happened that everybody knew about. And still people were not freaking out. They were still normal. I think the next scene, they were waiting in the line for snacks. There's not a lot of, except for the main blonde girl, there's not a lot of people freaking out over the deaths. No, <laughs> considering they're all happening at the camp there, you know, it's, you would think they would close camp down. Yeah. It makes, it makes no sense. There's, there's little, there isn't, I feel like there is not one real 
human reaction in this movie. No. In in any in any scenario, it doesn't matter if they should be scared or if they should laugh or whatever. Nothing, nothing feels real at all. It, there's, I would say the only real thing is the hate for Alan because he's so annoying. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> I, we skipped over it, but how about when the black girl pinched his dick? <laughs> and then when everybody was like, oh my God, I can't believe, I can't, oh my God, I can't believe you see that. Everybody's like going, oh, and she's like, don't worry, there wasn't much there. And then he, I forgot, he called her like fat or something. I don't think he said your ass stinks for her. The, the word fat comes out multiple times throughout the yeah. movie. But you know, hey, you know what? I, I didn't feel bad for him. That's probably the most action and the only action he's ever gotten. <laughs> that is true. That is probably the only action he'll ever get. <laughs> so then we have one of those parts in like the movies that they do is like the the exposition to explain for the people like me and Jamie that haven't seen or didn't remember the original. But when Ronnie, a Big Pussy, <laughs> and the cop are standing there, they're explaining the whole thing. To like basically point out to us like everything that's going on and actually kind of like give us a hint, I would say, in a way. Mm-hmm. So 34 or 20 years ago, blah, 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 blah. Well, well, this is where Ronnie's paranoia starts kicking in. Oh, yeah. The whole movie. Yeah, actually, that is, that is something I liked about this is that because he was there, I think he's the, yeah, he's the only character that was actually there. He's, I like that arc of paranoia and because he actually picks up the mantle of the previous camp owner who's paranoid in the first one as like why are these kids dying what you know what's going on so he he's like he's seen this happen and now that there's two deaths now he's he, he thinks it's happening all over again which of course you know he's right now was angela's cousin in the first one too Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's same, same actor. Yeah. So yeah. So he's him and uh, him and Ronnie are the are the two. Okay. Do you mean not Flea? Because <laughs> he kind of <laughs> looked like Flea the first time I saw him. I was like, that can't be like Flea's kid. <laughs> Maybe it could be Flea's kid. I guess. But uh, so wh- montage, dude. The montage that they shot in this movie, they did it one time, and those are some of the worst sports performances ever. <laughs> Because they showed a kid shoot a basketball like this, and he wasn't <laughs> even close. And then they showed the kickball <laughs> again. Wait, so not only worse, but they they had a kickball field right next to a softball field, and playing frisbee in between both those yeah, fields. Yeah. And it's all small. Like it's like I mean, like there's no way there's that no one's getting hit by something. Yeah, and, and it's fris- always the that frisbee one girl. to the fence line. <laughs> yeah. It's that one girl that uh, the girl with the pigtails that uh, Alan always messes with, messes with. She's at bat, and Alan comes out of nowhere and kicks the ball. And again, he says it again. Oh, yes, and then, stinks. Yeah, he said no. That's after when he is when he tries to. This is what's insane. So these kids, these girls, are going to sacrifice their friend to go hang out with this multiple times. Oh yeah, but for the first time, yeah. to finish their game of croquet. That was insane. And then the one girl's like, well, if I'm going to die, I'm taking you with me and points to the one girl. <laughs> so then they have to go like, then they set up like this thing. They're going to meet Alan. And he's so happy. And then, oh, doesn't he? He throws the croquet ball at well, the black he, girl, he, right? he, he throw, Well, no, she throws it at him. But I think he's like just running around in circles around like their field. <laughs> so, like they, so they can't play. But, you know, the sacrifice, he said my secret hiding place. He yeah. didn't say like lake. 
So like to me, secret hiding place could be like, I mean, like that's cr- even creepier. Yeah. So like the fact that they're, they're pushing her to go just so they could finish, it was like even more nuts. I want to take you to the place where the frogs talk to me. What'd you say? My secret <laughs> hiding place. <laughs> Once, I don't know. They're both pretty bad. So then how about the, how about the next day? Dude, the paintball scene. Okay. I'm telling you, it could have been really early in the morning, but when that started, that looked like night. I'm not even kidding. I thought it was going to be like nighttime, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. And then it's like super bright out, like right there's, within a second. There's more than one scene in this movie that they yeah. were sh- they shot at night, and then like the next clip, the next take is the middle of the day. Yeah. Like you weren't going to notice. Yeah. And this one was so bad. And I love the fact that he gets like just getting ambushed by the other team. Just getting like lit up again. Everybody else has uniforms on. Two different uniforms. Yeah, but there's two different teams. But I'm saying, yeah, but I don't he's think not he wearing was... a uniform. He's just wearing his nasty yellow shirt. Yeah, but he wasn't supposed to be playing, you know. But was was I wonder if was that set up from the beginning to like get him going there so they could look? Oh, maybe I don't know. Because the way they walked towards him and they both like pretty much just surrounded him, it was almost like they planned on getting him over there. Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause, cause he thinks he's on that, yeah. that team. And he goes, look, I, he's like, I found the other team. Yeah. Come on guys. And they all start marching at him. <laughs> so that was absolutely like, he was on their team and they absolutely planned <laughs> to just shoot the shit out of him the whole time. And he's taking those shots. That's yeah. his like belly. That's not no, uh, that, anything. That, that hurts. Oh, dude. I, mean, yeah. I play, I play fake people and it definitely hurts, especially that close. That's, that's rough. I, I just, I never been to a paintball field that had a zip line. Oh, I know. That was pretty cool when the guy that was, was cool. the zipline. <laughs> I wonder if that they set sweet. aside some of the budget for like a, a little bonus for, uh, for him for taking those shots. So then we cut to a cement mixer, which is the weirdest cutaway. He's on the ground like crying, getting shot with the paintballs, covered in yellow paint. And then they cut to a cement mixer. And then we see the cop visiting Angela's cousin, Ricky, and asking him about have you talked to your cousin? And he said, okay, so, so what's the point of that? I know. I don't get that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, you know, again, we don't want to give spoilers away, but I mean, I know that, that is kind of confusing. Made no sense. I think, I think it, maybe it falls at a weird part in the movie, but because see, are we supposed to know, are we supposed to know that, you know, we're just doing spoilers, right? We're just going to get it. Are we supposed to know that like Angela is like out on the loose or, or like, are they like, no, no, but, but why, why would she even talk to her cousin? Oh, because they were, they were incredibly close. So, so if she, let's, let's say she, she's at the mental hospital or where she's, she's supposed to be in the mental hospital. Let's say she escapes. Okay. It does make sense for the local police to go to her cousin and say, Hey, have you seen her? Or, you know, it, it, there there is some logic there between between the two movies. There is logic yeah, yeah. there. That, no, no, it's it's logic on as an outsider. But if he she's close to her cousin, you would assume a cousin knows who she is. Dressed, you know, like I'm like like what's the point of pretending <laughs> to talk talk to him? Oh, okay. No one else, no one else is around. Like you know, like it's not like the camp counselors are watching her talk to the cousin. Gotcha. She went on her own to talk to the cousin. Yes, yeah, and that yeah. didn't that didn't make any sense. You know, because. I, I don't know. I was, yeah, that's a th- I forgot that I forgot that it was just it was just the yeah. Her. Unless I mean, you know, he was walking around, you know, when they were looking for the killer at the end, just to prove his own innocence. 
And maybe she just wanted to make sure that he's not onto it either. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep him in a oh, dark. that's true. Yeah, that makes sense. It's maybe just, being yeah, like, it's... hey, when are you going to visit Angela now? Yeah, right. Because he says he does it every few weeks, so maybe something like that. Right, right. God, but uh, yeah. again, another thing about smoking, because he's smoking a cigarette. Hey, you shouldn't smoke cigarettes. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, why do we have to do that? I get why. We'll, we'll get to that, but. So, uh, so Alan is really sad. He's in his tie. It's like a pretty cool tie-dye shirt. And he's sitting there with his frog, and he's like crying. And then the two girls show up. And, dude, this is where I kind of felt a little bad because he was so happy. He was like, oh, my God, you guys want – Wait, what, what was that soda that he was pouring? <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth. I forgot about it. They were like brown dirt cups. It was almost like Anton from uh, In Living Color. Oh, he's yeah, like always- yeah. Yeah, let me get you some in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. And then the girl, the one girl was going to drink it. I, I was, I was questioning, are they really planning on drinking it? Cause it looked like she was like looking to go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But that, the blonde nice. seemed to like, was like, even like, you know, trying to be nice, more nice than she, she wanted. Like, she was, she showed a nice side to her at this point. Yeah. Like she, so like, I mean, considering what she does later on, like I thought like this might've been a little turn for her, but no, no, I was a little disturbed by this scene, though. What, the, the skinny of the frog? Oh, that, looked, yeah. that looked pretty good. Yeah. Oh. Whoever did that. Or they just use a frog. Yeah. Oh, no. What, oh, no. I'm, I'm sure they didn't. But, yes, I, I hate like I hate seeing like animal cruelty oh, in course. movies. But what was really weird in that was that they made it just the other kids, the other guys at the camp were doing it. Like it, like if the killer was doing it, that's one thing. But they just, they, it was just these bros doing it, and I was like, yeah, that really, that really turned me off on this, on this viewing. You know, and I thought something like, you know, the the stepbrother kicks the one big frog in the beginning, yeah, and then he, then you see the big frog again, you know, when at the scene, like he he was untouched. So I thought something more was going to be with that big frog. <laughs> Nothing. Alan's holding it in his hand and the, when he first kicked it, he's like, oh no, it's like, and he's like holding it like really tight. Oh my God, dude. And then so, so he's freaking out and I think he's chasing the girls, right? The girls run before that when they see the skin frogs. So the girls actually don't know until later that the frogs were skinned by somebody else. They thought it was Alan. So they're running. Yeah. Somehow he catches up to them and then they're running on the dock. And I love this, the girl that's with, uh, Big pussy, which I don't even know if we know it at this point. She says, "Got get off my dock without a bathing suit on." Yep. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? Maybe like don't run, but then you don't need to have a bathing suit to be in the dock. Like who they the hell does she think she is? She doesn't want them jumping in the water with their clothes on. <laughs> and then Randy comes out of nowhere and is a di- again. Alan deserves everything he gets in this movie. <laughs> but there's some people that are, like adults. Dude, Randy is such a dick, man. And then he gets the guys, he goes to the other yeah. guys and he giving them a super Melvin and then friggin' gets tossed in the water and that one girl saves him again. I wish she had a little bit more. The only time we ever saw her was that. Yeah. And then the one time she was cornered about, yeah. hey, you're the kid, you're Angela, but. Absolutely. She kind of looked like Courtney, uh, Courtney Cox a little bit, like a, like, you know, a young version of Courtney Cox back in the she day. She looked familiar. I didn't look her up. Yeah, she looks like she could have been like... I'm not saying she was in the movie waiting, but she kind of reminds me of the girl that's like the the main like uh, bitchy waitress in that movie. She has like that look to her, but 
No, no she, she looked like she should have had a bigger role than what turned out, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so they gave him the nice wedgie. They actually ripped his underwear out. Look like I thought it looked like they pulled it like, like a magic trick. They pulled his old underwear out because he was holding it. <laughs> and again, Alan still has not showered, but the yeah, but water, water helped though. out. Yeah. It did because all the paint was gone. And I, I don't know. It looked like the same. Like Chris said, dude, one shirt, that's all you get. <laughs> and it had the same other yellow stains on it. And, ah, oh, dude. And then I talked about this earlier, but when he puts the girl's pigtail in his mouth when they're waiting in line for food, again, people are eating food after a guy just got burnt. No one does that. But the best was, oh, yeah, dude, we didn't talk about it. So Big Pussy, his name's Frank, I think. Yeah, Frank Costic. When he is talking to the cop, Sheriff Jerry, which, come on, dude, let's give him a last name or something, unless his last name is Jerry. But Sheriff Jerry goes, oh, I found this. And it was like, I found this. And then they're like, oh, see, the kid was high on drugs. That's why he lit on fire. And it's like, all right, that's great. And then everybody's so calm just hanging out in their six or seven people age groups and getting snacks in the snack bar. I love the one woman that yells at, uh, yells at Alan, you better behave in the line or you're going to get out. And he was like, okay. Well, don't forget, he wanted to go ahead of the girl with the pigtails. So he yeah, figured, yeah. you know, and, but it worked. He put her, her pigtail in his mouth and uh, she left. And he got in front of Spaz. I think yeah. Spaz is in front of him. Well, he, pick, he definitely picks on the smaller guys a oh, lot. Yeah. You know? Well, everybody's smaller. I would say there's a lot of people. That, that, is, that is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Again, I, it's so much unnecessary cursing. The F word is used like, so many times i know you said the first one's like that but it's just like sometimes well, and then you had the chant throughout the whole movie blow job yeah. blow whole, the whole well, movie that's, that's fine but just the f word sometimes just gets like that the f word yeah, bothers you it's i feel like it's way it's way worse than in this one in the first one it's it's like any other like r-rated yeah. teen romp you know mixed with a slasher it's not like it's not overbearing. Whereas this, it's yeah, it's it's just really it's a really badly written movie. I mean, look at the look at the insults. Your ass stinks. I know. Low dude. job, and like fuck you. That's it. Like a hundred. I disagree. Over. I think your ass stinks is a great line. It's it's it, it would have been hilarious like once, once, and then maybe maybe. No, like, they definitely overused it. 100%. It would have been great if Alan got killed, and or if he was the killer. One of those things. And he used that as like the bad guy. He left a sign on him. Your ass stinks. Like car, <laughs> carves it, carves it in someone's <laughs> chest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Actually, I, I, I just realized that I don't think this movie follows the '80s rule, Doug. Oh, I didn't see any boobs. Yeah, because Doug and I always discuss like usually in every single '80s like movie. Well, this is an '80s movie. It's 2008. Oh, okay. Never mind. Let's scratch that. It looked like it took place in the '80s. <laughs> I don't know when. I don't. Okay, so that stays intact. The '80s movie still count. All right. Right. I, I, actually, you made me think of something though. Uh, <laughs> did you guys ever think that Alan was the killer, or 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 even like in cahoots with the killer? I did. I thought. I thought. He, I thought it had to be somebody that cared for him or had a relationship with him. I thought. The, I thought the, the counselor a oh, little really? bit. Well, okay. I, I, I. You notice because. I, I, I knew the, the stupid sheriff or whatever, but just like, I just couldn't, like, it was just so ridiculous the, what he looked like. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, someone small, you know, I didn't, I didn't think Alex Allen would have been too obvious, I thought. 
you know. Um, but I th- I thought it was the might have been the nice girl because you know she was only there when it counted, you know. And I thought she was a little, I thought she was involved. Yeah. Well, you thought Alan at one point. I really wasn't sure I th- because I I didn't really know where the movie was was going originally. I don't think the writer uh, did either. Yeah, <laughs> I I really didn't. I was like, well, I was like, are they bringing Angela back, or is it going to be the same formula with this kid where he's he's picked on and, and the whole time the kid that you're watching get bullied is the killer, that sort of thing. You, so, you know what would have been great if they did like a usual suspects kind of like <laughs> twist and Alan walks away like speaking normal, you know, as like suave as hell, like suave as he's wearing like a suit and he yeah, walks he away, tear away like shorts and that nasty shirt. And he's wearing like a bow tie, like bonds. Oh dude. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So, so how and Alan in his right mind, again, I know he wants to be loved. I know he wants to be popular. Why would he think that Karen, especially after what just happened, she was freaked out about the frogs and then whatever. She goes, so uh, you want to go play spin the bottle with me and the girls? Why does he think that in 30 minutes or an hour that could change? He, because it's the girl he's, he's infatuated with. I mean, it's, you know, I, 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 could, I could see someone simple like that, you know, falling for everything every five seconds, but, you know. But in the dark, how do you play it unless you have like a flashlight? So you're spinning a bottle not knowing who it's pointing to and you're just guessing? Well, he's never played before. I mean, let's be honest. So he yeah. doesn't know the rules. And he's, it's not that hard of a rule. I think anybody knows that rule. <laughs> there's something wrong with him. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's looking too deep into that game. I just think he was just happy that a girl wanted to go somewhere with him. You know, and look what happened to him. Again, I thought they were going to leave him not like I wanted to happen, but they left him his underwear. I thought he was going to be like super embarrassed, like nude, and then like cover it up or something, or have something in front of him. But it was just like, all right, dude, he's in, you know, he's in like bathing suit. It wasn't like it was like that ridiculously embarrassing. And like, again, the lady came over and was like, Ronnie, you have to do something about this. <laughs> Ronnie was the best, dude. I'd love to talk to that guy. Well, that, that was definitely a carry moment right there. You know? Yeah. No, that moment. And then that's when they kind of like that red herring is like, hey, this guy's the freaking nut job. That is yeah. going to. Well, I think after this moment is when the, the movie does like a, a turn and now it just starts going chaotic you know because now there's because at this point there's only been two kills yep. you know at this point right um because this Reed is and, uh, and mickey uh, yeah mickey so now it's like you know now like the violent you know spree starts this happening right after this and like one after another oh i know no it's pretty quick it was just pretty cool that's a good part about it that they did have that but so here's one of the ronnie lines I want to know who did it now, and I want to know now. He says that. <laughs> oh, that's when he's talking to the counselor. That's when he's like, you're always there for him. When they corner her in the room. Yeah, so yep. like right after this, dude, he runs away, and then he's pretty much gone, right? He, he pretty much you don't again. see him. From, you don't, well, you see him one more time. Oh, yeah, yeah we see him yeah, one yeah. more time. Yeah. So, but, yeah, he's, he's done the rest of the movie pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's why, so, you know, people that are thinking it is Alan, that's why all these kills are happening now. And you don't see Alan for most of the movie. Yeah. So do you guys, when you're like getting ready to like go to bed at night, do you guys like clean your tools like uh, Big Pussy was? Why was he like using, he was cleaning his tools like it was like fine china, putting them in the toolbox. Like who told him to do that? 
he's a pretty good actor. You know, like he was in a great show and he had a great role in The Sopranos. Wouldn't he have like looked at the director and said, hey man, I don't think this works. Why would I be wiping my tools down unless I just killed somebody? Unless he was like a, a mafioso guy in that movie and he's like, I gotta clean my tools. I, I think he read the script and realized what's going on and I don't think it really mattered what he did. He's like, I'm doing one take and I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck this bird. If this bird talks during my line, get rid of him. No, it just made no sense. And obviously it yeah. came back. He walks back into the room to get the bird. He gets hit in the head with the hammer. And I thought I thought this this was a pretty cool scene. I thought the bird was dead. Oh, when it, when the killer went in there and grabbed the bird, I thought the bird was gone. That would have been sad. That would have been sad. We have yeah, a this frog, is, a bird. This had like a, a thought like element to it. You know, this kill. Yeah, and the rats are cool. It would have been cool, obviously, if they had the budget to do it or the capabilities to like see it more. But I don't actually worked with like the POV of him and the rats getting like dumped in with the bag. And but when he was found, he wasn't like his eye was shooting up and stuff. Should have been grosser. Yeah, it should have been just like all like nothing and just like over the top, like like some of the other ones are. Just- just like a just like skull with like hunks of meat hanging off, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, John Candy's skull in uh, planes, trains, and automobiles when they're <laughs> like electrified. How bad! It just looks like the skeleton in like science class. But uh, so at so, this point, everything is happening now all on the same night, correct? At, yeah, at now point? it's all yeah. the same yeah. night. Yeah, this killer is able to get everywhere with all this different equipment, this murdering equipment. And is able to travel everywhere. I think it's on the same Jason teleport, you know. Uh, oh, this is teleporting Jason, yeah. 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 No, and then, dude, how about, uh, so Randy and Linda. Oh. This, this so, is a little hard one to watch, i got to be honest. Why? Why? What happens to him? I, I, it was a little, like, you, you know, it's like, it's like getting kicked on the balls. It was, you know, it, it, to like times 10. It was kind of funny when they showed him again, another guy. So they go to the spot. Uh, he's like, Oh, can you, she, she had to go to the bathroom. Right. And he's like, you just go on your own. Right. No, no. He had to go to the bathroom. He, she wanted a sleeping bag and like, oh, that's water what it was like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Hey, honey, bring, all, bring some beers back too. While yeah, you're you it. have all these places to go and they want to, they want to go in the middle of the woods at night. Oh yeah. And the line before that's even better. Where the hell is it? When he says to her, the pumping station. <laughs> his little his little action? When he, yeah, she goes, oh, it's a pumping. Because it turned on, she was scared. He's yeah. like, oh, oh, so that's what a pumping station is? He's like, no, this is what a pumping station And he does it twice. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so they go down the hill. They're, they're far away from the, the Jeep. And she goes back up. And he's standing there. Again, he saw her leave. And then he has ropes wrapped around his body around the tree. And again, calm calm as hell nothing no panic at all thinks it's a prank thinks well, he, he thinks it's a prank then he thought it was her like tying yeah. him up yeah you know especially when the the, the, the little noose oh. went on his went on, <laughs> went on his penis that you know? was probably that was the the best in this movie i really laughed because it was like so tiny and it was like coming down what his penis or the noose why did oh. you, well you didn't see something come out there was something attached to that noose when it gets pulled, but. See, now, before the knife, okay, so the knife scene with the brother, uh, yeah. that was really dragged out, and that was stupid, right? 
<laughs> it was like so much. They reused the footage. I really liked the one with Linda. So when Linda gets like really freaked out, what does she hear? She just heard, her she, run she, back to the Jeep. Yeah, she heard. No, she went to the Jeep. Well, she heard something by the pump. She or no, in the, wasn't it? She went no, to the Jeep. She, she walked no, back she with saw, beers and she, she saw heard him screaming. She saw the killer. She saw the killer. She said, "Oh, that's what it was." Okay, so she starts driving away. That right. was really funny when she's stuck in the puddle and the line's taut, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> Well, he, 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 he panics and then breathes like sigh of relief. And then panics yeah. and then breathes like <laughs> <laughs> And there's foreshadow with this kill, too, because when, he, when she's driving stick earlier, he yep. like tells her about what to do in the all-wheel drive, and then she remembers that, and then his little winky just goes... Dude, when you see something go along with that, and her kill was kind of ridiculous too. They showed the barbed wire taken from the top of the pumping station, but it wasn't a long strip. And how did it, unless the killer, again, we didn't see it. We just saw Land it run into it and then crash. And then later on, it's wrapped fully around like into her skin. Still alive. She was still yeah, And so is Randy though. Randy's not dead either. I know, dude. So that was kind of weird too. Like, well, I guess we can go, we can go back whatever. But Karen is running through the Fate woods. worse than death. <laughs> really? Yeah, but Karen's like running through the woods, screaming. She sees uh, Randy tied up. He's still alive. She runs away. She sees Linda. Linda just makes a sound, still alive. She runs away and doesn't really tell anyone. She leaves them both there. Like, instead of trying to help and tie Randy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing at all. Like, nothing... At all, man. So this is the next the next scene after the, the car crash. Which again, why didn't she break oh, her she, duck? Yeah. She should like break or something. That was stupid, but so the hole in the ground, the kid in the rugby shirt. I, I, I thought this was one of the funniest parts of the movie. Oh, it was great, dude. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, just because again, you know, you knew something was gonna happen. You're waiting you're waiting. And yeah. I just didn't know when it was gonna happen, but you knew it was gonna happen. And just the way they teased the audience. Like, look, no, you look again. No, I'm going to look again. You look again. And it was. <laughs> I was just like. Yeah. Every single time. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and they, and, and they, you saw the broomstick on the floor. So like, it's like, you know, I was waiting to like one person to look and it's not there anymore. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it, that was a, it was a cringy moment, but I thought it was very funny. It would have been, I know it was cool. I guess with the other kids to know who would be like getting it, like Russian roulette. But it would have been pretty cool if it was just the one kid and he kept looking for some reason and then it was gone and then it like he looked up and it was like the killer in the room with it or something. But that was so stupid. Why the frig would you keep keep looking through that hole? <laughs> it was like the dumbest like death ever that I've ever seen. Like that was like pretty much your fault. Like oh, considering that the stick almost killed him the first time when it went when he was reading a porn magazine. So like you would you would think like why are you gonna keep going there with the same spot that almost killed you? And it went through the girl's hole like her <laughs> vagina. That was the funniest thing. And why was that perfect hole in the ground anyway? That was kind of weird too. Well, I mean, you got the porno magazine, you got the hole in the ground. The same. Like a glory hole on the I, floor? I, I, I guess I don't know. I've never been to sleepaway camp. <laughs> If you're listening and you've been to sleepaway camp, can you tell us, is there glory holes in the cabins? We got to know. Please tell us. I did love that effect, though. I, 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 like, it's hokey. It's Oh, goofy, it looked awesome. But I loved, I loved the, the broomstick in his eyeball. Yeah. And I love the kids showed up coming from a panty race. Like, Dude, I got like 20 of them. 
wearing on his head, his arms, like, yeah. <laughs> but why was a kid? He has it in his eye, and he's like, all right, let me do this. <laughs> like, made it go in anymore and back out of the skull. No, I really like that effect. That was pretty cool. So I like Bella. Bella's kill was cool, too, because there was foreshadowing with that. She was yelling at the girl earlier, like, hey, your bed's going to fall. Move it over. And this kill was friggin' awesome, dude. How, how, how long? How long do you think? It, how long do you think it'll take to put all those nails in the, in the bed like that? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> longer than the longer than the three days this movie takes place over. <laughs> and nobody Wait. would hear that. Bang. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I think that kill was pretty original. It was very cool. Oh, dude, and I love that she had that huge box of snacks. Why does she go to the snack stand anyway? And then when she lays down and just like turns over and the, she sees him. What yeah. in hell? Boom. And then the blood dripping. No, I really well, I, I think at, she's the first one to wasn't was it her the first one to see the killer? Like there's like like two or three of them saw the killer and they recognized like they seemed like surprised who the killer was and then they died. Like, uh, well she didn't see it. She didn't see anything. Oh, then wasn't her. Because well, there's two or three other ones that saw the killer. I don't uh, know. All right. Whatever. Well, was it, there one that said, like, I knew it was you? Or no, something? no, no. But they looked and, like, well, the blonde faints. Once you see. Is it Frank that says, I knew it was you? One of, I, I thought. I, I knew, like, someone looked at the killer yeah, and Somebody and definitely saw does. I, maybe yeah, Frank. Oh, yeah, it is Frank. Yeah, right. Frank sit down. He's groggy with the birdcage on his. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew yeah, it yeah. was you. Yeah. Yeah. But they're yeah, like, that, Frank, that, can you, they're like, uh, uh, Vincent, can you do that line one more time? I told you one line, I'm out of here. I'm going to hang out Tony. I'm going to go hang out the, oh my God, the, the bada bing. So, so the, oh my okay, God. So, man. so Karen goes there and sees, uh, I guess Bella, right? She sees the yeah, blood. Yeah, well, when all the bodies are being discovered, the ones that we know about. Okay. At this but, time, this is when Ronnie goes in with the bird is sitting on the, the deck and they're like, hey, that's not right. Why would the bird be outside? And then they go in, they see his face, and then Bella gets. But this is where Karen's st- starting to realize that now that she's the next one to go, right? Like she's gonna be, she's gonna die next. She does kind of like start freaking out, yeah. So why does she run in the woods by herself? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Slasher trope. Yeah, it really was. I mean, she was surrounded by go? all her friends. So and she thinks it's Alan too. She says yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. She says that at that point. She's like, oh, my God, it's Alan. That's why I'm next. Yeah. So it's funny. At this point, like, some people are thinking it could be Angela. Some people think it's Alan because Cousin Ricky shows up, and he's there. And this is what we kind of talked about before. Karen was running around. She saw Randy, saw Linda, didn't do anything. Then she passes out in the gym uh, when she sees the hooded figure. So you know what's funny, though? Because I didn't see the first one. I wasn't thinking Angela at all. Just because I just, you know, I, I, I wasn't yeah, thinking, yeah. you know, I wasn't even thinking that she was the killer. No, that's, that's true. So when Karen wakes up and she has the noose around her neck, all right. So not saying that we would be in any of these situations, but wouldn't the first thing you think about since the hoop was pretty low, <laughs> pretty you low. like just stood up right away and like sat in the basketball hoop or held onto it or something, climbed up it and she just sit there like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And then she gets saved, right? The step bro shows up. Yeah. Yep. The hooded figure leaves. And then within two seconds, Sheriff Jerry shows up. Same door. Hmm. Coincidence. 
that was that was like too <laughs> that like there it sealed it. Like it just made it too with all the things combined, you knew it was something with Sheriff Jerry, but it was like that work, why did they have to make it that quick? Or like couldn't you come in a different door? It was the same friggin' door. The other one just walked in. At least in like Scream and all those movies, it was like a different door, like, you know, uh Skeet Ulrich comes through the window and like I don't know, it's just like, come on, man, just try. Do something. Well, I, I think they think they figured, you know what? Since the minute he came on screen, everybody's thinking he's involved somehow, so who cares? So this is like so I've watched a few movies lately that have no ending. <laughs> and uh it's the worst feeling ever as a movie fan. Cause you like expect something. Just give me something. You know, like some kind of like especially when there's like so many characters that are left. So they they go to find Alan and he was pretty easy to find. He was at a special spot. <laughs> so many people knew about. So what the hell? And dude, Alan Stepro before that, when he saved uh, Karen, he was like, oh, dude, it's Alan. It's got to be Alan. So he grabs a croquet stick. Dude, he starts dude, eating the he shit with wail- He wails on him. Yeah. I thought he was going to kill him. Yeah. Actually, that would have made him for a better twist. It could have been. Yo, dude, if it was him, that would have well, been no, I, I, I'm saying even... Even leave the killer being the same person. Oh, just have but Alan have die. someone, but have someone kill Alan, thinking that he's the killer, and then the real killer is revealed. It would have been That'd a be better cool. movie. And they and they rested and rested him, the, the brother, and then the killer's still out there. Yeah, something. Yeah. So the cop starts walking through the woods. Ronnie, who else is with Ronnie? Is it just Ronnie, Karen, or is it Ronnie and the other camp counselor? No, no. it's also the cousin, right? Isn't it the cousin yeah. was with them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ricky, Ronnie, and I think a counselor or somebody. Yep. So we see the cop walking through the woods and we start seeing pieces. Of, <laughs> I can't believe that that wasn't a real face, but God, man, like Rob, Mrs. Doubtfire looked better than Sheriff. Well, well you also, those Oscar winning effects. I know. How, <laughs> how small is Angela? That's your sheriff. Like, I mean, she like in the whole movie, she's small in everybody in the whole movie. Or yeah, she, I mean, she's, I think Fel- Felissa Rose is like five six. I mean, she's not a tiny woman, but she's yeah. not six foot either. You know, but she she's, looked tiny in the movie. Like yeah. she looked, you know, like standing. So, like, I mean, that alone oh, yeah. next, next like, to big pussy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so then the skin, the wigs fall on the ground, and then it reveals Angela is back and was the cop the whole time, and she skinned uh, the stepbrother, and that was pretty. That was pretty yeah. graphic. Yeah. How the hell did she do it that fast? A Magic. full body skin, skinning? It just happened. He just ran away from Alan when the when Ronnie and the other counselors and the cousin showed up. So it was like minutes. So again, very good at what she does. Yeah, <laughs> great at it. So you see, like the ma- it was pretty cool. I did like the way the face was. The makeup was like you see, like some of the skin still on. And she laughs. You know what, though? How did she know about the skinning of the frogs? Peeping. I guess she was, yeah, peeping on, you know, right. following everyone around. Hmm. Classic horror movie peepers. They are just peepers. They are. Yeah. They know everything about everyone. All right. That's true. But the fact that it ends on that, I was so fucking pissed. Yeah. I learned, honestly, 
thank thankfully it ended. I didn't want to keep watching anymore, <laughs> but I just wanted something that was satisfying. And again, like there's just like I don't know. I was surprised. I was surprised how I, I thought there was something more. It just ended and it had they hit you with that music right away and it was over. I was like, really? Like yeah, there was literally happened? no ending. What can happen yeah. next? Like honestly, like I know the next one they couldn't get the funding, which isn't a shocker, but like what could be the next storyline from right? It would have to start from right there. And then what happens? It's a fight fight between Ronnie. Is it like a chase movie? I think, I think we would just get something similar to the opening of this one. Like the cops have come or whatever. She's back in the psych ward. Uh, okay. That's probably what they would have done. Cause, cause well, Jamie, I know you haven't seen the Doug. You've seen the original. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So the ending of the original kind of just, ends to it just stops yeah after true. at a certain point so i feel like that that's what they were going for but other than stuff like that other than callbacks to the original one there's nothing in this movie this there is barely, it's really it's barely a movie yeah the guy i mean clearly he had the idea he wanted to bring the characters back he probably wrote up the kill scenes and goes fuck now i have to write like a script i have to like <laughs> flesh out something this is what we got. It was like a remix. It was like a Funk Master Flex remix, like <laughs> 20 years later. And it was just like, let's just add Isaac Hayes, Big Pussy, and like, yeah, I don't know. So that was it. Well, that was Return. And, and I, yeah. so I'm writing my notes here, and the credits are still going through. Oh yeah, dude, this is cool. And then like I didn't realize, like you know, there's a scene. I I thought maybe like the the, the movie shut off and something else was starting. Like I didn't realize it was going on until I saw that what happened and. Uh, yeah, this is like had to be one of the first, you know, uh, twists like, uh, and credit scenes, right? I mean, didn't make that many back then, right? I don't think, uh, well, no, I'm sure they had some, but it was weird for a movie like this. Like to, this, right, yeah. For, for the, a pretty big this, story. This is, the, this is the same year as the original Iron Man. So, you know, that's uh, that, those MCU movies are what really got post-credit scenes rolling. So, they were yeah. influenced by this. Somebody saw this cut that didn't have the money. <laughs> and they'd say let's do what they're doing no but i like that i thought it was a pretty cool scene like oh can you help me with this and then crunch right on no. him and then she became sheriff jerry yeah did she hire like a makeup guy <laughs> she must have known a makeup guy well i mean she she maybe she could do that i mean she's a, she's a carpenter she can make a bed of nails she, <laughs> yeah. she, she can make mean nuts and tie people up you know, she could skin. She might be like a chef. Like, you know, I think she got a mix of everything. Yeah. All right. So that's Return to Sleepaway Camp. So let's uh, ask our guest first, who actually owned the, he mentioned earlier, he has a DVD copy of this. So uh, Chris, after watching it for the second time, because it was probably pretty dusty on that shelf. What'd you it think? It was a little dusty. Uh, so, all right. So this is my third time joining you guys. And this is the first time I had a, I had a I had real difficulty getting through the movie. I was, I put it on. It was like an afternoon. I think I had texted you that I was going to watch it. And I was like, I was on my phone half the time. And I just, it was like one of those things where like, because I, because it's so bad, I remembered all of it. Yeah. I remember just, I was like, I remembered it almost beat for beat. There was a few little things I forgot, but I, you know, obviously I didn't forget the end or anything, but (laughs) my God, it was, it was a chore to get through it. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like a trauma, a traumatized childhood. It's like, and I love the good times. No, I, I love the first the one. I love the first one. So it's like, it's just such a disappointment. <laughs> so I, 
I can't recommend this. <laughs> okay, Jamie? Um, this is the only one I've seen. Um, I, I knew about the, the first movie from How Did This Get Made? So I, I knew the twist. I knew that, you know, um, but this is the first one I watched and um, I would definitely not recommend this movie. Um, it was rough to watch. It was, you know, it, it, I felt like it dragged at some points. Like it was just longer than no. it should have been. The movie, dra- it was longer it's, than it should have been. It's 86 and, minutes and feels like the Godfather. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> you, know, you know, again, I, you know, there were definitely some scenes I laughed at. Um, but I think with those scenes, it's just because I'm trying to find something to enjoy about the movie that I just had to find some things to laugh at. Um, I think, you know, some of the special effects are pretty cool. The, some of the killings were definitely cool. Um, with a bigger budget, it would have been, you know, way better. Um, but yeah, it, it was rough. I mean, but, but you I, did get but, a new catchphrase. So you have a new catchphrase now. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> maybe I can catch in. Maybe you're, maybe you can say that to your son, and that could be like a new. That's what the kids in their twenties will be saying. Your ass stinks. Yeah. I, oh my god. Yeah. The, you know what? I just have to say this real quick. <laughs> Logic problems aside, budgetary issues aside, story missing aside. <laughs> The, this movie's biggest sin is Alan as the main oh, character yeah. because yeah. usually characters like that are relegated to like the annoying sidekick, the annoying brother, you know, for years and years, everyone always said that, you know, Franklin and the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like the number one, most annoying horror movie character of all time. Yeah. And there's a few, like there's like a top five list out there. Franklin's always number one. Alan is number one <laughs> leaps and bounds. Yeah. Well, you know what? Franklin is now number two. There's a reason why he really hasn't made any movies since then. Like he, he, I think I looked up his, you know, the IMDb. He's in like maybe one or two things, like if if that. Like yeah, he's in nothing. So he's never done anything after. Well, he got a pretty shitty role. Like even though he is the main, he's on screen a lot. It's kind of just like he picks. You know what? Gets picked on. He picks on. Nothing against the actor because he he was doing what he was told to do. Oh yeah, that's like like, he's good at what he he nails. Yeah, he nails the character. He want you want to strangle him. Oh, which is great. What if he's like that in real life, though? But holy shit! Like and that's why he might be like that in real life, but that's why he's never got work after that. He's probably like the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> I I still think if you do the usual suspects thing at the end when you're trying to find the killer, and he's walking away in a suit with like two blondes on his on his yeah. both sides, and he's just leaving and laughing, that would have been a great ending. That'd be pretty awesome. So yeah, I gotta agree. I like. I wanted to like every movie we want to watch. I want, you know, we watch them and I want to make sure I enjoy them, but it's so hard because I just like, yeah, we just talked about the Allen part. Some of the kill scenes are pretty cool. So I did like yeah. those, especially for like a lower budget yeah, for kind sure. of movie. But uh, no, it was just, I don't know. I don't know. Just like, cause you kind of guessed right from the beginning, like, Hey, that's not right. Why is there this cop that looks like its face is melt? It looked like Dan Aykroyd in a, uh, Nothing but trouble. Like, it's just like the face is melting, sort of, and you're just like. Right, I was thinking. I was think. I was thinking the Pink Panther when yeah. uh, his his face is melting from the ones you know. Yeah. Talking about. Like, well, let me. You know, let me ask you this. So, I know you saw this years ago, right? What? How old are you when when you saw it the first time? Oh, uh, so 2008. Well, I was like 22. Okay, you're younger, but you probably weren't as big in movies as you are now, correct? Or no, like. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would say like around high school is really when I got into like, so let me, critiquing you, and do you think if you watch this movie now, 
knowing like now your knowledge of movies and everything else and just how more detailed I guess you are, um, do you think you would have noticed something different with the sheriff? Because yeah, I know you yeah, said, yeah. you know, I, like, I, I, know you, I knew something was off the first time. I just didn't think, I didn't think it was Angela. I just was like, that's a really fucking ugly guy. Yeah. Or so I was like, I didn't know what they were going for. I thought it was like, I thought they hired like another dude and they wanted him to look like that. So they made him look like that. I didn't know what the goal was. Whatever reason, I don't, maybe I, I, I couldn't tell you maybe halfway through the first time I watched it, I figured it out. But <laughs> I mean, to have a movie start off that soon with a character so obvious in your face, like it's yeah. ridiculous. Like, I, yeah. like now the whole movie, I, I couldn't look at him without thinking like, all right, what, you know, what's, what's the reveal? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. You know? <laughs> all right. Well, I, I thanks think- Chris. Thanks for joining us again, man. <laughs> so awesome. So, uh, so that's, Return to Sleepaway Camp. Our next film is a sequel to a film that I love as a kid. I love the original. Jamie's never seen the original. And that is I Got the Hookup 2, which stars Master P and a friend of the show, Tiny Lister. And I was lucky enough to interview Tangerine Thomas. She was really cool because she's in a ton of awesome stuff. She's on this great show called Family Time. That's Omar Gooding plays a dad, which is amazing. Like, you remember him, both of you guys, right? Wild and Crazy Kids, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, and now he plays a dad in a show. So that makes you feel so much old. But she has a really cool YouTube channel, great sketches. And she has some epic stories about working on Curb Your Enthusiasm, working with J.B. Smoove and Larry uh, David, which is pretty cool. And so that's going to be really cool. So don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media, at Sequels Only. And check out our website, sequelsonly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night.